What is up, everybody? This is your, once again, annoying talking head coming at you on another cathartic podcast. This is Page Man, just kind of killing time, wasting effort, fucking cold. This is a show we don't talk about politics, we don't talk about religion, but they always seem to come up because that's just what happens. <laughs> My goal today is not to bring any of them up. It's probably going to happen, but... Might get lucky. So it's that time of year once again. We have gone through Christmas. We got New Year's coming up. I hope all of you had a good Christmas, a good Kwanzaa, a good Hanukkah, and whatever else is going on this time of year. I have a question. This is probably going to get a little religious and political. If there's been a war on Christmas for the past 10 years, can I get all my fucking money back? Because that's the only reason why I bought fucking presents for fucking morons. is because it was Christmas. But apparently there's been a war on Christmas. So does that mean I get all my money back? Fucking having, having to buy presents for ungrateful little shitheads. But I have to. Because it's Christmas. But if there's a war on Christmas, does that mean I can get my presents and my money back, right? Is that what that means? Fucking war on Christmas. There's only war on Christmas for the jackasses who say there's a war on Christmas. Hope everybody had a good Christmas, good holiday, good whatever you celebrate. If you don't celebrate it, I hope you had a great Tuesday. Hope you had Netflix or Amazon Prime or a shit ton of things saved on your DVR because there was fucking nothing on unless you like the NBA. I don't like the NBA, so I didn't watch the NBA. Woke up, like apparently all of you all did. Got dressed. I stood in line at Starbucks. Thank you, Starbucks, for being open. Went to Starbucks, still in line a half an hour. Half an hour to fucking stand in line. And of course, while I was standing in line, there was those two morons who, A, had to give the most complicated fucking basic bitch drinks ever, and B, had to ask for things that don't exist. And give the poor kid, man, this poor kid, he must have been 18, maybe 18. I'm assuming he was 18 since he was working on, on a holiday. Fucking just... Them giving him a rash of shit because he didn't know. He just didn't know. And the manager had stepped out. So apparently, because he was a kid, they felt like they could strong arm him. Lucky for him, you know, I will give him props. He didn't crack. He just had the constant look of, oh, someone please help me. Which I'm not going to because I don't want to be a part of it. I am going to say something about it on this, but not in time. In my head, I'll see a whole bunch of shit. Mainly towards the people, the lady who was giving him shit. I forgot what she wanted, what she asked for, and he just was sorry we don't have it. And apparently it was his fault that they don't have it. Which in turn caused the line to get longer and caused longer delays. Now, I could have gone to the drive-thru. Yes, I could have. If I wanted to sit in my truck for half an hour, which probably could have been better. Actually, I went inside thinking it would be quick and then going through the drive-thru, which was kind of a bad idea. Actually, I think I still got out faster than the car would have been behind. <sighs> So, yes, I did go to Starbucks. Yes, I did stand in line for half an hour. And, no, I did not buy a basic bitch drink. Usually when I go to Starbucks, about nine times out of ten, I get an iced black coffee. That's what I drink. I'm not a big hot coffee fan. Well, I'll drink hot coffee. The Starbucks blonde roast is on. I'll drink the hot coffee. I don't like the pike. God, I sound like a basic bitch. But I usually I drink coffee. That is my pre-workout. I don't normally use pre-workout before I lift, I drink coffee. 
I'll drink it before and I drink it during. And when I'm done with my coffee, I drink my BCAs. I actually drink my NutraFit AminoFit BCAs. Thank you, Austin Holsey from NutraFit for sending me some more stuff. I appreciate that. <clears throat> like the Blue Rise stuff. Blue Rise is really good. I actually mix it with a little bit of Mio. Don't tell Austin. But yeah, that's what I do. I get, I get black coffee. And that's what I drink during my workout, drink before my workout. I very, very, very rarely, rarely will use a pre-workout. Used to all the time. Used to love that cool little tingly feeling. My face going numb, face going, my lips going tingly. That was always fun. I, I used to like that. But then I stopped. I stopped using pre-workout. God, spring of last year. Well, actually, that was last year. Spring of this year, 2018. I started doing intermediate uh, fasting. And you, you can't take BCAs or intermediate fasting. Uh, Eleusine uh, actually causes your fast to be broken, which is they are part of the BCAs. So I don't take BCAs uh, um, during a fast, which in turn means I don't take pre-workout because I usually worked out during my fast or fasting period. And I worked out and then once my workout was done, I would ingest some BCAs or some protein or some food and now I'd break my fast. So I always worked out before I broke my fast. And because of that, I just stopped using BCAs. And I think I tried to use BCAs two times um, after summer. And both two times, probably the worst lifts I've ever had. I think one of them, I, I, I forgot the brand was called, but it just made me feel like shit. You know, I felt the tingly, but everything else, basically, I just felt like shit, like I was about to pass out. And so I moved to my go-to, and I think um, C4, I think I used it three times, a pre-workout. Uh, C4, eh, it didn't do anything for me. Um, what's the other one I, I started? I used once or twice. American Bodybuilder Speed Stack. Didn't have any issues. I didn't get, didn't have the uh, the tingly with that. But I just kind of learned that I I get better workouts with just coffee and fasting than than I, I after I eat. So that is why. I drink coffee before I work out. So anyways, yeah, that was my day, part of it. Then I came here to my office. Then I went to uh, the warehouse and got a lift in. The fuck did I do? I do legs? I did a squat day. No, I did a deadlift. It was a deadlift day. That's what it was. It was a deadlift day. Fuck yeah. Conventional deadlifts, snatch grip deadlifts, axle bar deadlifts, uh, and uh, box bar deadlifts. Don't know what a box bar is. I think I talked about that uh, Talked about it briefly in one podcast. It's basically a barbell, but instead of being circular, it is about a two and a half, three inch uh, box, which is really taxing on your hands and your forearms, especially when you finish off your deadlift day with it. Because I don't use straps very often. Right now I'm doing light deadlifts. Just trying to get the motions down because I feel like my form has been shit. And plus I haven't deadlifted in a very long time. So, I want to concentrate on my on my form and wraps. Yeah, you can concentrate more on your form, but your grip also kind of goes away because you, you don't really need to use as much of it. I'm using an over-under grip. So, um, I just kind of felt like I don't even need to use wraps. So, I don't. And with axle bar, it's kind of hard. Axle bar is about, God, maybe three, four-inch diameter bar. It's more than two. It's probably two and a half, three inch. 
a diameter bar, which again is very taxing on your grip. Then I finished off with the box bar, the deadlift. So that was my Friday, or not Friday, that was my Christmas. And I went home and really got into fucking playing, what's that stupid game? Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey? I don't play games very often, I'm not already a gamer, but once there's not a fucking thing on, I decided to download it and play it and play that, I think, all day Tuesday. Drink some beer. Was able to pick up some beer from uh, Santa Fe Brewing Company while I was in uh, Dallas. Thank you, TSA, for checking my bags and allowing what used to be secure cans in my bag to now be unsecure and fucking flinging around all over my damn bag. Thank you for taking care of my personal stuff. I am so happy. I fucking get back, open my bag, smells of beer. Because you know the fucking TSA and the ground crews, they don't give a fuck about your bags. Fucking needle dick pricks. They've just been throwing my bag around and one of my fucking cans opened up, cracked. Fucking spewed beer all over my clothes. Assholes. I know I'm not the only one. I've had things stolen out of my bag. I had a camera stolen one time. I've had medication stolen when I was taking medication back in the day. What the fuck, really? What they still on medication for? You can't do anything. It's like legalized theft. You can't fucking do anything. That sucks. But anyways, that was my Christmas. <clears throat> and now I'm getting ready to head off down to Southern California for a little bit. About two, three days. And then I'll be back up here probably with more boring stories that none of you care about. <clears throat> so, again, hey, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, whatever else you are into. Hope you all had a good one. Hope the new year is coming up and you're excited for it. Hope you're not too stressed out. Hope you're not too depressed. I'm hoping everybody's happy, man. Just think of how blessed you are. Even if you feel like you're in the dumps, think of how blessed you are, I guess. Now, I was going to talk a little bit about kind of a year in review, but I was like, man, it's so fucking political. It's so fucking decisive. And divisive. It's so fucking divisive. It's... I looked on it yesterday. Like there was a USA Today did kind of like a year in review for all 50 states. And of the 50 states, like 45 of them were all bad, sad news. You know, the wildfires in California, the hurricanes in the southeast, you know, school shootings, um, fucking murders. Um Fucking this political discord, you know, it's just, it was so fucking depressing. And we know what, fuck it. I'm not going to do that. And then I was a moron, I clicked on the, the celebrities we lost. Oh yeah, fucking Burt Reynolds, Rita Franklin, Anthony Bourdain. Oh fuck. Uh, the DC guy, or Marvel guy, what the fuck his name was, Lee Stanley? Stanley Lee, where the hell his name was? Anything that, anything good happened this year for us? I mean, individually, hopefully, something good happened to you. But, I mean, as a whole, was there anything good? And, you know, if you look, I mean, if you go on the news, either you go to one web, you go to one news site, it's extreme one way. You go to the other news site, it's extreme the other way. And, you know what? We have fucking the power at, the, at our fingertips nowadays. I mean, fucking think about it. How many times do you look at your phone? For everybody over 30, 
How many times have, do you find yourself looking at your phone? I think it's a little app now where your phone tells you how many how long you've been on it each day or for the week or something on it. Something about that. How many times have you caught yourself? Have you even caught yourself looking at your phone? Think about when you're growing up and you're a kid, maybe in your teens, early 20s. It wasn't any fucking looking at your phone. You probably had a flip phone. I think we all had flip phones. If you if you had a phone at all. I, think I had a pager until I was fucking 18. But now we got things that get right at our fucking fingertips. And they hook us. The powers that be who are in charge of fucking phone apps, they fucking hook us. I mean, look at fucking Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all that shit. We're fucking hooked. I was at the grocery store. You walk around the whole fucking grocery store, never once thinking about the Snickers bar or gum. Then you get up to the cash register, you're sitting there in line because you got the old lady who has the 500 fucking coupons and 13 items, and she needs to find all 13 fucking coupons for 13 items. And she's nowhere they're at because she usually puts them out of medical order, but she drops them, blah, 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 and you're stuck there because there's only one fucking register open. And now you're looking at the Snickers bar or Three Musketeers or whatever you're into. You're going, hmm, yes, I am kind of hungry. Yes, this nigger does sound good. Then look to the other side of you. Other side of the aisle, and there's all these magazines, and you're bored. Well, it used to be. And you go, and you see that magazine, you see the one article, you're like, huh. Angelina Jolie adopted a whole Indian village, and they're all moving to LA. How'd she do that? And you catch yourself looking at the magazine, flipping through the articles, and finally the old lady's done and pays her shit with all of her coupons. But you're intrigued by this article. So you buy the fucking magazine just to read the article. Because there's something that's happened in our brain. Some little fucking amoeba thing goes on in our fucking head. I want the, I want the candy bar. Ooh, what did Angelina Jolie adopted a whole family? How the fuck did she do that? Where is she going to put them? Then you find out later like they, they, they all live in her living room or something. And that's what the car... That's what, that's what the, and that's what the phone people do. I mean, come on. Think about it. Fucking Instagram, Facebook. Do I really need to know that you're fucking eating an egg white omelet with spinach? Fuck no. Do I really need to see you fucking sumo deadlift 500 pounds for a range of motion of three inches? Fuck no. Do I really need to share that I just deadlifted 400 pounds on a Christmas day? Fuck no. But we all fucking do it. All of us do. It's that little thing. Because we fucking post it. Blink. Off it goes into the fucking Instagram, Facebook world and we wait. And we wait for we twiddle our twiddle our thumbs for a little bit. And we wait. And we check every two seconds. <gasps> Do we get a like? Do we get a like? Do we get a like? That Instagram, that little red little dot. Bling! On the bottom right hand side of, of your screen. Right below the heart. Oh, someone liked it. Fuck yeah. Press it. Blink. So-and-so liked it. Blink. Another so-and-so liked it. <gasps> Blink. So-and-so commented. Little fire emojis. There's something in our fucking brain that goes, oh, fuck yeah. We're important. I caught myself doing that. On Christmas. I'm not going to lie. I hate social media. Fucking hate it. Hate it, hate it, hate it. With a passion. I hate my phone. I hate social media. Fucking hate it. I didn't get a Facebook page until I was late 20s. I didn't do Instagram until two years ago. I didn't get an iPhone or a smartphone until five years ago. I still had the old school fucking brick flip phone. I mean, I think it was fucking sturdy as shit. If you had good enough accuracy with your throw, you can kill a bear from 30 feet off with this fucking phone. 
I got that phone because it's always hard. I was always hard in phones. I hate the little tiny piece of shit phones. They're like four inches tall. Made of some slick fucking material, but they want you to drop it. I think when the razor came out, I was one of the first. I think I was the first person in school to have a razor. I went through four or five of them. <laughs> so so hard on them. I finally said fuck it. Actually, I didn't say fuck it. The warranty people went fuck it. This is the fourth or fifth one we're giving you. No, that's when you're paying for full price. So I went with the brick. I had that for a long time. Finally, someone talked me into getting a smartphone. Then I got the smartphone for the cameras. And then, like I said, I didn't do Facebook. I think I had a MySpace page way back in the day when I got into college first time around. Never used it. Couldn't even tell you what it looked like. I think I had two friends. Tom and some weird person. I don't know who it was. Is, I don't know. Be friends. Right, fuck it. I don't care. I don't check on this thing. Facebook came around. Nah, I don't do MySpace. What the fuck am I going to do with Facebook? Gave in on that. And finally, like I said, I did Instagram two years ago. Two and a half years ago? Two years ago. Never did Instagram. Hated Instagram. Fucking don't see the point. I don't care that you're eating fucking in a banana. I don't give a fuck that you're in some Timbuktu on the beach. I don't care if you're a fake fitness bitch putting your ass in the air holding a kettlebell wrong. Are you some fake-ass douchebag who weighs 110 pounds, but at the right angle, you look like you're a big dude and you have abs? I don't care. So why the fuck would I get it? And sure enough, I did. But I don't have a personal account. I do not have a personal Facebook, not Facebook, personal Instagram account. I think, you know what? I think I have one by accident when I was trying to make the, uh, the account for this podcast, actually. Which, you can go on there, you can probably find me, but it won't do any good. Nothing's posted. I think the only picture on there is the Facebook picture that they stole. <laughs> but I caught myself uh, on Christmas Day when I came in here. But yeah, I make a picture for the for my business account. Fuck yeah. Put NutriFit on there. Because I kind of know the owner a little bit. Did an interview with the guy. He's a cool guy, great guy. Sent me the shit. That was awesome. Blue Raz, fuck yeah, put her on there. Took my picture, posted it on there, did my lift. I realized about eh, halfway through my lift, lifting sessions, probably after the second exercise, after every set, I go and check the phone. Why do I check the fucking phone? You know why I check the phone, because you fucking do it too. You post on my Instagram, like I said, you fucking push that little... Submit button, or the fuck it is. The picture goes out into the Instagram world. It makes you put all the fucking right hashtags on this. You get all these fucking people who you don't know to fucking like your picture. Why? Because we're narcissists. And sure enough, we sit there. We wait, we wait, we wait, and we wait. Put our thumbs and walk in circles. We chase our tails. 30 seconds later, we look on our phone. <gasps> red, red dot, red blue the heart. Fuck yeah. If you have a notification on your phone, I turn mine off. If you turn the notification on, you probably get it on your uh, home screen on your phone. Bling, someone liked it. I don't, I... So now you're looking at it every fucking 10 minutes. If not, more. Every 10 seconds. Go, get my set done. Pop over to my phone. <gasps> Does someone like it? Check Facebook. <gasps> someone, someone like it on Facebook. Really don't check Twitter. Ding! Red dot. Oh my fucking God, someone liked it. Press the button. How many people? Oh, 10 people liked it. Fuck yeah. Bing, another 10 people. Fuck yeah. Ooh, my crush liked it. Awesome. Who the fuck is this guy? I don't know this guy. Why do you like my shit? Fuck him. Oh, what? He likes my shit. So I'll see if I'll see if I want to follow him or he'll follow me. 
Who's this jackass? Not fuck him. I don't want to follow him. But he likes my shit, so I like one of his things. Dang. Oh, shit. The stalker just fucking liked it. Uh. Because every time we that little dot, or you get that little notification, some little bullshit fucking amoeba gremlin asshole in our heads does something, releases something, sends a message that makes us feel good. So people live off of their fucking Instagram. Even the fake motherfuckers. They know they're fake. I'm assuming most of their followers know they're fake. But just that little little like button gets them off on their day. <clears throat> you can also work the other way. I mean, you put a fucking magnificent picture on. They think it's fucking killer. I'm going to get like f- 5 million likes and you get two. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> I'm going to get so many likes on this one and you actually get negative likes. <clears throat> but it's that little program we have in our head. Because we are zombies. We are living, breathing zombies. We just don't eat brains. Majority of us don't. Insane jackasses who do that, but majority of us don't. We're just so enamored by our fucking phones. We have all this information on our fucking fingertips now. When I first got my smartphone, I, I fucking went to the bar and did my homework. I did my research on my fucking phone because I can do that. I don't have to bring my big ass fucking laptop with me anymore. I can have my phone. Or go get a po- uh, iPad. iPad. Fuck yeah. Not only can I drink and do my work. That's it. I can drink and do my work. Fuck yeah. I don't have to lug around my fucking 20-inch laptop anymore. Things heavy enough it can kill a small child if I drop it by accident. Fucking take off his foot. The bad part is I have... I did do that. I did take my pad and go to the brewery. And try to write a paper. Paper started off great. But after two or three pages into it, it really got confusing. <laughs> I think there were several times uh, I had one word was the whole sentence. Like it was literally a sentence length. Yeah, I had to rewrite that it, <laughs> the next day. But it's become so much easier now. I mean, fuck, like I said, you can be sitting there in line at Starbucks. Look at your phone. What's the weather? Who's open? What's traffic? What did this person do now? What did that person do now? Oh, Kim Kardashian, Kardashian did something? I still don't fucking care. So on to the next story. What's the score to whatever game? Where are the deals at? Oh, it's someone's birthday. I need to go to Amazon. I mean, everything's right there right now, man. And we're fucking zombies. And we walked right into it. Literally, we walked right fucking into it. That's what we do. And it is what it is. <sighs> everything's right there. No, we don't want to do anything. I mean, have you gone to a sporting event, for fuck's sakes? Holy shit. More people spend time looking at their fucking phone than do watching the event. Why the fuck are you there, then? <laughs> I love watching the old white lady, or the young moron kid. At the only time I watch the NBA <clears throat> is when the old white lady playing on her phone, or the dumb bimbo basic bitch playing on her phone, or the dumb moron kid playing on his phone. And the ball's a miserant pass, and it fucking smacks him in the fucking face. That's fucking funny. I mean, if you're close enough to get hit in the face by a basketball, why the fuck are you spending... And those are expensive seats, so why the fuck are you spending that much money just to go play on your phone? Now, I'll look at my phone during a game. I'll take pictures. I might get a text message, but usually it stays in my pocket. Or something comes up, hey, <clears throat> are we going to get food? Or are we going to go get some drinks afterwards? Play's over with? I'm going to check real quick. As my phone tells me, I have a text message. 
Everybody's on their fucking phone. I remember when we were kids, I'm assuming if you're, I'll say 28 and above. Eh, 28 might be, I'll say 30 and above. Eh, I'll say 30 and above. 30 and above, you're born late 80s. Yeah, okay, I'll say 30 and above. But going outside meant going outside. Playing. Didn't mean get your fucking phone or your fucking iPad and sit outside and do whatever. I mean, come on, man. Growing up as a kid, you go outside. Wait, go outside. Go outside and play. It's raining. Don't care. Go outside and play. But it's raining, Mom. Go outside and play in the garage. Okay. And that's what you did. And you went outside and you played. You're bored off your ass nine times out of ten because either your friend would be in trouble or couldn't come out because his parents wouldn't let them play in the rain. So what would you want to end up doing? I'm playing with bugs. Playing catch by yourself and the ball's high in the air as you can. Chasing it. Hope you can catch it and not knock yourself out in the process. Ride your bike around in circles. Tell yourself fucking dizzy that you almost die. We, we found ways to entertain ourselves. Without electronics. Go outside and play. We would go outside and play. Dark would roll around. Mom or dad to come out. Yell your name. And if you didn't fucking reply back or start running your ass like you're on fire. Somebody's ass is going to get beat. We used to fucking walk a couple miles to a place called the Vineyard. They had like a dollar movie store or movie store, a dollar movie uh, theater, uh, other little shops. Mom and Dad didn't. They told me to go outside. They'd pop out during the daytime, yell my name, see if I came back. Came back. If I didn't come back, they'd go, "Oh, you better be back at night." And they'd walk inside. Get back home right before night. Dad or mom will pop out. Usually dead. Call my name. I'm here. All right, get your ass inside. It's time for dinner. Cool, who cooked? Mom, ooh, shit, I'm not hungry, Dad. Who cooked? Dad? Oh, fuck yeah, thank God. I wish I was making that part up. <laughs> I mean, think about now, if, if your kid is basically seen walking down the road by themselves, the cops stop, pick him up, take him to home, and you are now a bad parent, and you're being judged for all these fucking needle dick pricks who A, don't have kids, or B, are fucking helicopter parents. Let me hear a couple of I see more about moms doing it. When it comes to parents. I shouldn't say moms. Women doing it when it comes to parents. <clears throat> so, dude, mind your own fucking business. That's another thing. I think the whole Instagram phase and fucking Twitter and shit. We're no longer the mind your own fucking business thing. It is now. Everybody's got to get their noses in everybody else's fucking business. Do I fucking know you? No, I don't. Go away. I don't give a fuck what you think, what you say, and how you think I should do shit. It's my life. It's my family. It's my group. Leave me the fuck alone. See, all no, again, it seems to be fucking women. What the fuck, ladies? I know it's not all of you. I know all of you are good. Or not all of you. I know most of you are good. But you know, this small fucking group is just making you people look terrible. Trust me, I'm a man. I know we look stupid a lot of times. Now, we're usually the ones who are fucking doing nasty deeds like murdering millions of people, pedophilia. Domestic abuse. Not all of us. Small portion. Makes us look bad. Hence the Me Too movement. I don't think there's a straight man out there that didn't feel somewhat... Oh, shit. Well, how? No, 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 what am I supposed to do when the Me Too movement came out? The Me Too movement made every man, for the most part, feel guilty. It's like, wait, I'm, I'm, fucking, I'm clean. I didn't do shit. But now we're all scum? What? I wasn't a part of that. Can't go hit on a, a woman. Can't fucking try to flirt with her without... Worrying that 
she's going to fucking call harassment on you, even though she didn't say no or leave her alone. That happened to a friend of mine. He was at a bar, saw this woman, went up, kind of flirted with her. She didn't say no. She didn't say leave her alone. He went to get his drink and came back, and the bartender told him to leave. He had to leave because he was harassing this woman. He went, wait a minute. She never said that she wasn't interested. She never told me to go away. I told her I was going to go get my drink and come back, and she didn't say anything. But he was kicked out of the bar because she felt like she was being harassed without saying it, even though she didn't tell him. Now, this is his side of the story, okay? I'm just telling you what I heard. I wasn't there. I don't know the whole story. But it's not hard to believe, in my opinion, at that time frame. Because this was during the height of the Me Too movement. Now, I totally understand the Me Too movement. I'm not going to sit here and knock on it. I think it is... I think it's a movement that shouldn't have had to happen, but it had to happen, which sucks. Now, first and foremost, I am somebody who believes in equal rights for everybody. That's I don't care your gender. I don't care what gender you believe you are. I don't care what religion you are. I don't care what sexual preference you are. In my America, you and everybody gets the same rights. So the fact that we had to have the Me Too movement... So we still want to move on into the future, but morons who are still living in the past bring us back down. It sucks. Usually they're old, too. But it did bring awareness. That's cool. That's 100% cool. I think might have gotten out of hand in certain areas. It is weeding people out. But it's also putting people in a bad light who are innocent, supposedly. Like Ryan Seacrest. He was accused. It seems like if you can get women on your side, you being accused, if you're accused and you can get women on your side, you're cleared. But the second you can't get any women on your side, you're not cleared. And that's the thing. It seems, seems, like, seems like that's what happened with Ryan Seacrest. He got accused by a, a, a makeup artist or something like that. And then all these actresses came out and supported him, and the accusations went away. Uh, Chris Hardwick, was that his last name? Without really having a name being, not by name being accused, people put two and two together, and he was accused. And it seemed like it was split between actresses and shit. And he got his job back. Now there's actors, people out there who have been accused, who didn't have the support. And I think that should tell you something. Like most movements great idea made sense maybe have gone out of hand in certain areas like a lot of innocent people were accused and a lot of guilty people were accused and I'm hoping the guilt the more I'm hoping more guilty ones were uh, arraigned than innocent ones and there's, always, there's always these fucking idiots this him too movement what him too what shut up you fucking morons Fucking white trash motherfuckers who... The good old boys. What are you mad about? So you don't have a job? Well, go fucking pick the strawberries. That's what the Mexicans do. No, I shouldn't say Mexicans. It's what the people from the south, south of the border do. How many white people are lining up to go pick strawberries? Because last I checked, that is a hand-picked job. You don't have a machine to do that. You do it by hand. Nah, but they're taking our jobs. You're a fucking idiot. Shut the fuck up. You ain't taking shit. 
They're taking the shitty jobs. The jobs that you don't want to do. Shit, the jobs I don't want to do. Shit, the jobs they probably don't want to fucking do. What the hell did I go from a rant about technology to fucking ranting and raving about white trash motherfuckers complaining about people taking their jobs? Which is usually it's the farm jobs. Uh, so I hope you all have resolutions coming up. They said for New Year's coming up here soon. Hope you guys have some great resolutions. Hope you guys are happy. I know it's hard to be happy. Uh, and I was looking, like I said, I looked at the list of people who, who passed away this last year. A couple people committed suicide. You know, I think Anthony Bourdain's the, the most well-known, which sucks. I mean, this is a guy who had his life. I mean, they, he had millions of people. People loved him. He had a daughter. He had uh, a girlfriend who was an actress who depends on who you ask. She's, she was a gorgeous actress. Depends on who you ask. I mean, it comes and goes. I mean, everybody's got the preference. It seems like he had a really cool ex-wife. It's like they weren't fighting. It wasn't turned into a drawn-out fight. After, well, actually, I don't know if the divorce is ever finalized. He had a fucking hit show. He said millions of people loved it. I mean, it's like, it was like one of the only things that both sides of the political spectrum could agree on was this show. You know? That's sad. <laughs> and he ended it, which sucks. That was a shock, wasn't it? It's one of those shocks that I guess you should have seen it coming if you actually watched the show because he always talked about it. Not always, but he always he would put little hints in there. It doesn't no, doesn't tell you what um what demons hide in everybody's head. Everybody's got demons in some way, shape, or form. They look great on the outside. Their life looks awesome on the outside, but inside they fight with the demons. And unfortunately, sometimes the demons win. Either you give up and get tired of fighting them, or they just overpower you. And in Anthony's case, who knows? He might have just said, "Fuck it, I'm done." And I do, I do like the, I do like the fact that it doesn't seem like it's a taboo subject anymore. In the past, depression, fighting with the demons in your head, always seemed like it was a taboo subject, and now it doesn't seem like it's taboo anymore, which is really, really nice. I don't think you're ostracized anymore for coming out and saying you fight with demons in your head, that you have issues with depression. You know, I hate to say it, I really do, but I, I think it's the one slight positive that the Iraq and Afghanistan wars have come, that have allowed, have, have created. Because PTSD used to be a taboo. It used to be looked down upon in the military, in the world. In the U.S., uh, you had to get out because you couldn't handle it anymore. Well, you're not a soldier. You're not a man anymore. But I think it's turned. And now people understand what PTSD is. People understand what depression is. Good people want to help. I don't know if it was that way in the, in, back in the day. <clears throat> I, mean, so if you, I mean, everybody fights with it some way, shape, or form. It might not be... Harsh, it might not be too bad, it might just be a little bit, or it might be a shit ton. Now, if you have it, fucking try to find a way to find somebody to help you. I'm going to tell you, drugs and alcohol, <clears throat> they only work for a small time. I'm going to go out and find somebody to talk to, find someone who will listen. Well, get yourself help, man, or gal. There are plenty of people out there, plenty of organizations out there that want to help 
<clears throat> so please, I mean, go out there and find help. Get help. And find something that you enjoy doing, that you love, that 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 <clears throat> helps you get through the day when you're going through it. You know, lifting, working out is was a big one. Uh, music is another one. Um, writing poems and stories and shit, you can get lost in your own little world. That's another one. Then there's probably other things out there. Those are the ones I can think of. Go out there, get help, do something. Try to get your mind off of that darkness is in your head. Because there are people out there who care for you. They may not feel that way, but I can guarantee that someone's out there. They they care for you. They love you. They don't want to see you go. And trust me, the uh, in memory won't be as good as Anthony Bourdain's if you commit suicide. <laughs> you might get like one or two people. Go get, go find help. <clears throat> if you fight with some dark, sort of darkness. So we all do. It's hard not to sometimes. So I talked earlier in the podcast about <laughs> nothing good seems to have fucking come around this last year. And there are a couple of cool little things. Some cool things. Uh, one cool thing. <laughs> a restaurant in Maine is, well, it's cool. It might be cool. It's kind of unique. Different. But a restaurant in Maine uh, earlier this year experimented with giving lobsters a little bit of pot, a little bit of marijuana before they boiled them alive and fed them to the customers <laughs> in hopes to ease the pain. That's kind of cool, I guess. Well, I don't think it really helps out the lobster much. It's kind of cool. And then, of course, Peter came out and bitched and moaned about it, blah, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck. Whatever Peter says, I don't. They have lost all credibility with me. You know that they're like one of the leading companies in the world for euthanizing cats and dogs? The youth, I think I forgot the what the fucking number was that I've read. Now I don't know if it's just fucking, uh, but I know they do it. But yeah, the president kills, or ex president kills the flies. But according to this website I'm looking at, which is PETAKillsAnimals.com, which is pretty biased, I'm not gonna see here and say. In 2017, PETA killed 74% of the animals that were in their care. Which is down from 2011 when they killed 95, almost 90, they killed 96% of the animals that were in their care in 2011. Anyways, I digress. <clears throat> I just had a, sorry. Yeah, I guess, I knew it was going to get sidetracked eventually. And sure enough, I fucking did. Sorry. So a restaurant on Maine experimented with giving lobster marijuana before they boil the fucker alive. One ever changed the taste. Any. That's interesting. Didn't say that. Didn't didn't bring that up. That part up. I wonder. This one is kind of cool. Out of Delaware. So Delaware um, medical hospitals have been experimenting with VR uh, systems for those who are going through chemotherapy. Now I've never been through chemo. If you've been through chemo, you I'm assuming just from what I've heard, it's not a good time to sit there and have this poison going through you. So from what I've read. In this particular moment, they put the VR system on their head, and like for that moment that they're having this poison go through them, hopefully killing the the cancer, they are able to be like in the mountains or on a beach or in the forest or whatever it might be. This for that split moment, so their mind thinks they're somewhere else, even though they're stuck in a very sterile environment. And they're got medical centers in Delaware doing this. They're also going to experiment with a. Uh, uh, Women who are going through labor pains, uh, people who are going through chronic pain, just to try to keep them from that moment 
painless because your mind's a very powerful, powerful thing. You, you keep you can get your mind focused on one thing, the pain will go away, and the pain usually does often win. Unfortunately, that's where your mind goes. Oh, this hurts! This hurts! This hurts! I think it's the only receptor that doesn't really turn off. I mean, the small receptor turns off, the hearing receptor kind of turns off. Depends on how loud this, it is, but the pain receptor doesn't. So hopefully, I mean, it seems it's a cool, cool concept. I understand it. I hope you guys understand it as well. You know, you get your eyes focused. Or your, yeah, you got your eyes focus on one thing. Your mind will focus on it, and the pain will go away. And I hope it works out. And I hope it's it's uh it's something that actually uh, spreads throughout the U.S. and most medical centers. That'd be cool. That'd be very, very cool. So what the fuck did we talk about today? A rant and rage about technology as I'm looking at my phone. Rant and rage about going outside as I just complained about how much it was cold outside. <laughs> rant and rage a little bit about PETA, just briefly. Talked a little bit about, you know, trying to help people who or trying to get people who are in a dark place to ask for help. You know, it's hard. You know, you got pride, stuff like that. I get that. It's a little VR thing, which is cool. You know, what is in store for us next year? I mean, what is in store for us next year? 2019. Whole new year. Hopefully, good things will happen. I really hope this poll that I saw recently, I forgot where I saw it at, is wrong. It, it's it predicts us to be more divisive, more divided in 2019. I hope that's not the case. But again, you know, usually it's the small minority that makes the loudest noise for both sides of the spectrum. And those of us who are not part of that small minority, hopefully we will keep a straight and level head and not listen to the other talking heads that are have a political agenda. I try not to. A.K.A. the news outlets. Hopefully we'll just keep our nose to our cell phones, get excited when that little red button comes up on our like, that little red dot comes up underneath the heart on Instagram, so we know people like to shit, and hopefully things will work out for us. So before I leave, again, once again, please, 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 I've said this several times, I'm probably going to say it several times more. Living here in Northern California, we had the big fire that came through called the Camp Fire. There's a certain brewery in Texas that I'm not going to speak that I went there. They had good beer, but the bartender was a fucking moron and their beer can kiss my ass. They decided they were going to make this particular beer, change their mind from what we heard from the bartender. And they made a little joke about the name of the fund. And now apparently they are going to make the beer. It's going to come out here soon, but I'm not going to tell you who it is. But anyways, sorry. I'm going to get that little rant out. Talking about the campfire. Butte County, over 160,000 acres were burnt, 18,000 uh, 18, buildings destroyed, 14,000 of them residential, about 90 people were killed, thousands displaced, thousands lost everything. Sierra Nevada, I'm not a huge fan of Sierra Nevada Brewing, but this is a really cool cause, so I do. I support them for this, and I'll probably go by, there's a case somewhere with my name on it, i got to go find it. But the Sierra Nevada has released it. A lot of other breweries have released it. 1,400 breweries nationwide. Well, 1,300, you know, 1,399 breweries have released it. One said they were, but they backed out because they're dicks. But most of them should be being released now. I think a lot of them late December. This is late December now. 
100% of the proceeds go towards the Campfire Relief Fund. That's 100% of the proceeds go towards the Campfire Relief Fund. This is something that the Sierra Nevada came up with, asked breweries throughout the country to do. They allowed 1,399 to say, yes, they will do it, and did do it. So they gave them the brew, they gave them the recipe. All of them are going to be a little different. I've had three different. Uh, I've had the, I've had the beer three times from, from three different locations, and all three have different. They're all a little different taste. So the breweries have been have kind of added a little bit to it or changed it, but just a little bit. I do recommend going out and finding it, please, because one hundred percent of the funds do go towards the campfire relief fund to help those people who have lost everything, help them to rebuild their lives very very bad ordeal i got lucky only thing i had to deal with was smoke i couldn't imagine being in in those people's shoes and our thoughts and if you pray put your prayers out towards them as well so please go out go out and get that it's called resilience butte county strong ipa uh i know sierra nevada has released it in cans and i know uh a lot of other breweries, if they haven't released it already, will be releasing it in the upcoming. Please, please, please go out there and pick up that beer. Even if you don't like beer, even if you say fuck beer, please go get it. Give it to a friend of yours. Give it to somebody. Give it to the person that you walk go by. Give it to the first person you walk by on the street. And with that, I will leave you for today. Please go out. Fuck shit up. Have a good time. This year's almost over with. 18. 2018 is almost over with. Even though it's just a day on the calendar, we seem to choose flipping of years as a new beginning. We always do that every year around this time. It's always a new beginning. So please, go get that new beginning. Go out dominate the world. Fuck shit up. And you all have a good one.